Anyway, so shall we record? <laughs> Even though we did for 20 minutes. Hey, you're listening to... <laughs> we can delete yeah. this whole part. Oh, should we do like... Yeah, we have to delete yeah. this. Okay, so this week we should talk about what? Like um, <laughs> like Microsoft slash GitHub. Uh-huh. Oh, God, yeah. Talking, selling to ICE. Uh-huh. And uh, we should talk about uh-huh. Apple fucking over Hong Kong protesters and yes. kowtowing to the Chinese oh, government. Yes. And we should talk about Facebook. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. And... Well, how they're no longer banning uh, political ads that include uh, false falsehoods and misinformation. And what about um, Adobe fucking um, over people who live in Venezuela? Oh yeah, classic. And Adobe fucking over people. Yeah. yeah, that one. I feel like that's good it's enough for too, one episode. Honestly, Weird. it's too much for one episode. It's all so yeah. so sad. Well, let's just see how we go, and then uh, yeah. What time do I have to hang on? Let me check what time I have to be at the office, and that will tell us that will inform how office. I need to be. Office. I have a 9 30, so I need to leave in 40 minutes. Okay. Um, so if we okay. speed run, oh, 40 minutes is okay. Um, okay, so we do, I think we can do, let me think on this. Um, we should definitely do the Adobe thing. Um, I'm trying. I don't want to delete anything, but I don't want to not. Uh, wow, it's been a weird week. Like the Blizzard thing as well. Um, what did, oh, what I happened? About that. But that's well, that can be the Apple thing as well. Uh, Blizzard. Yeah, they, sorry. Yeah, no, Blizzard like banned a player who said like uh, free Hong Kong or like protest Hong Kong or something on a live stream, and they like took all his money and shit, and he's blocked from playing the game. For, wow. Like, a year. It's pretty savage, and Blizzard is a US really company. Really fucked up. Like, and 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 uh, to be fair, like fucking gaming companies, they don't do anything about racism. They don't anything about yeah. sexism. But if one person says "free Hong Kong," he's banned for a year. Yeah. Yep. You're hundred percent right. That's so hard. That's so unfair. Yeah. Exactly. That is a. You're a hundred percent right. That's so um, fucked up. Okay, let's do this. Uh, oh god, is it autoplay video on my screen? Hold on. How do I make it stop? Okay. Huh. Oh my god, Bloomberg, why? Um, okay, I'm just kidding, but let's actually do this. Um, I'll do the intro this week. <coughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Is it 119, Zach? Just to be sure. Okay, thank yeah. you. Bless you. Oh, okay. Hey, you're listening to Charge Tech Podcast. The show that does not have words for the intro. Okay. There's the world around us. I'm so half asleep. I'm very sorry. Um, <clears throat> hey, you're listening to Charge Tech, the show that looks at the world and tech. Okay, Zach, you have to do it this way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm keeping that all <laughs> in. I'm so like, uh... yeah. Ready? You're listening to Charge Tech Podcast, the podcast that looks at tech and how it's shaping the world around us. This is episode 119, and I'm one of your hosts, Zach Grosser. Joining me are... Federico Monti. Owen Williams. Hello. Hey, Zach, you're so good at that. Hello. <laughs> you are so good at that. I can't, how I, are you, friends? Yeah, I'm very good and tired. <laughs> I'm also very nice. good. Nice. I'm also very tired. 
You know what happened? <laughs> oh my God. Though, seriously, though, like I was um, just, uh, you know, minding my own business, sleeping mm-hmm. and everything. Was not- Nothing was going on. Nothing was going on in the streets. Some asshole <laughs> rang my bell at what? 2.30 in the morning. Oh, what? I've no had that way. before, and too. It's so creepy. It is very creepy. And I was wondering about this because, um, I mean something like that freaks me the fuck out because there is a bunch of options in my head uh one of them is someone is trying to figure out if i'm at home or not so they can like break into my house Mm -hmm. the other one is there is a fire somewhere and we need to evacuate what the other one is (laughs) what how did you You never think of that no oh man that's what happens that's what that's probably the most realistic um scenario when someone randomly rings your bell um, or it's just my neighbor that just uh, lost their keys also very sen- normal scenario but it freaks me to fuck out and i was googling this because i couldn't sleep anymore and there were so many people that were like no i'm never afraid when people rang my bell huh? and i'm like what oh my god <laughs> i'm already afraid if somebody does it during the daytime <laughs> Yeah. I think it's maybe like I have that. There was a blog post on the Atlantic a long time ago that was like millennials will text before they knock on the door, ring a doorbell. Exactly. It's like, oh, absolutely. 100%. I'm here. Yeah. Or, yeah, you know that someone, like, someone's like, I'm going to be there in four minutes or something. You don't want something unexpected. (laughs) Like, gross. Yeah. And especially not at 3.30 in the morning. Right. Anyway, it was for the first time. And I was like, oh, I wish I had one of those internet of shit monitors. T- oh, so I could yeah. See. Yeah. See, that's the thing <laughs> is I can look at my camera. Um, and speaking of, I have had people keep stealing shit despite it. It's really, really? annoying because um, it's not like the Netherlands here where like if you get a delivery, they just give it to your neighbor. They just leave it on your porch. Like they just put it there on the floor where anybody can see it. And two days in a row this week, the same woman has walked up off the street, like brazenly, <laughs> picked up my like shit and just walked off. I'm like, what the fuck? And I have it on video. And she like the first time she put her hood on and she saw like she looks at the camera when it's like too late, you know, like, oh, shit, there's a camera. And I was like, ha, busted. Next day she comes back, no hood, nothing, carrying a dog, by the way. And just like brazenly walks right up, looks at dead in the lens, like you can't get me, haha, and then like walks off with the shit again. I'm like, what are you Holy doing? Shit. I report it to the police, but it's so stupid because it's like thirty dollars worth of food for the cat, you know. Like, um, and like you, sh- you should what? you should order something funny for her, glitter bomb, <laughs> something funny for her to steal. Like a, <laughs> some sort of like <laughs> horrible, like the biggest, I don't know, the biggest. Whatever. Those fish slippers. <gasps> oh my god! The, the fish what? slippers. For some reason, I've seen I've seen them fish on the internet slippers. everywhere, and what? it's basically a tr- it's like a trout. You put your feet, feet in, in the trout. No, she will like that. And <laughs> they were like, I mean, it's funny, but and then have a note with it or something oh, because you don't want to be like fighting with your neighbors, but you also want them to stop. Oh, I was gonna say I'll just buy like a dildo or something and put a note with the Amazon order that says like, "Thanks for fucking me." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see I was I was thinking maybe you could have a note saying like, Oh, thank you for um taking my mail. Here's something I think you would enjoy. Maybe next time don't do it anymore or something. Yeah. <laughs> I I think I saw Kai reply yeah, from yeah, off screen yeah. reply uh-huh. to your tweet 
And I hate to uh-huh. call you out on it, but like his suggestion is rather reasonable of why don't you shop because that's hard shit. I'm so tired of hearing that. Who has time for that fucking shit that I can't even buy? Like the thing is, so I totally hear him and I agree, man. I'm like ravenous because I have this conversation every day and I work at a company where like, we're all about that. But the reality is sometimes like going to the home Depot in a car is way worse than just ordering it on the internet. And also buying. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. No, say I know, but like car, that's but, the reality okay. here. Like, what I'm saying is, okay, fucking sick, boom. but um, but that's the reality. Like, I don't think those people understand that. Like, I will buy anything individual, local, but like this cat food, I literally can't get it here, and Amazon has it, and also like, it assumes that your time. Whose cat is what, that? Not mine. Mine is it's sleeping. Mine. He's, fucking, he's horny to go outside every time. <laughs> oh, my God. Welcome to Cat's cat, Meow cat. Podcast. <laughs> Podcast that meow under no, the meow. Look, I'm meow, on board meow. with shop local whatever, but like I think for small stuff or like stuff that you would be getting at Home Depot anyway, it is absolutely no different. And it's all about being time poor uh, as well. Like, I don't have time to spend an hour going to Home Depot because that's the reality here in Australia. It's cyclable. I still, I didn't say hey, Home Depot. But that's where, I that's just, where you get it. There's no like no, pet store near none. your house. Like you live in no, a cool neighborhood. No. and They're all dog stores because they only like dogs here. Wow. Huh. Doggo. Anyway, well, anyway, anyway, I know. it's just fine. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. If you have to slot a shop uh, online, do it. But, uh, but it's, also, your neighbor should definitely not be stealing it. Right. And also, like, I could have bought that from a small local store online. Like, it doesn't preclude that. It still got stolen, people. Anyway. But uh, here's the one thing I will say about that. It's like, if you order it from Amazon, it gets stolen. They replace it for free. They don't care. Really? Yeah. Like, I just got more cat food. But no, I don't think any other company would do that. And I think it's really interesting that i don't know why they actually like that i didn't expect them to do that i just asked them to stop leaving shit on my balcony like <laughs> it was very weird um but they replaced it both times okay i'm hmm. gonna go put him in the basement brb talk about I, me behind <laughs> my back i don't know i'll be right back well, let's talk about the weather oh, let's talk about the weather. the weather is it's fall yeah. i want to say it's terrible but it's also very enjoyable it's not yeah. It's so nice. Yeah. It's like light rain right now. I know that it's been raining really hard lately. We got the like Hurricane Lorenzo after oh, yeah. stuff, but <laughs> it's it's like it's like kind of nice. It's like a hoodie under denim yes. jacket or leather jacket yes. weather with like Vans and it's so nice. Like I've been biking in the rain a lot and that's no fun, but like Hello. I just went for a walk down the street to have lunch with some friends and it is the best yeah, weather. I mean, I just so I was planning on cooking something this weekend, and it's a, a thing that I do once a year, <laughs> uh, but it's basically a meat stew, Ooh. Um, and it's something that reminds me of home. You know, it's one Cute. of those things, and I I barely eat any meat anymore, but this is like one big um, exception for me. <laughs> And um, so I went to a specific butcher as well. And I, I needed to do it today because I need to start cooking it tomorrow, like early. And I wouldn't have time to do it. And it's raining all day. And usually when it rains, I just stay in. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, it's not raining that hard. And 
it was actually quite cozy and nice. <laughs> and isn't it the best thing when you get home and you get to change into your like super comfy clothes and put on the heater? I don't know. I see the romance in the weather. It's great. How's the weather in uh, Toronto? It is sunny and warm with a chance of more sun and warm. It's weird. <laughs> What's what's the weather? Like, what's the temperature? It's like about seventeen or twenty degrees every day at the moment. It's oh. like weird oh, nice. for late October, I think. But it's getting colder. Yeah. Um, like last week, it was seven degrees. I had to put on a jacket, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Um, but I think it's unseasonable because, like, on the west coast of the US, it's like freezing right now. Apparently, um, like Calgary as well has snow already. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I heard a, a lot of the people that yes. don't have power also like are either in a warm area uh-huh. or a cold area, and it's like that's not great for people that right. aren't used to living without exactly temperature it's, control. It's, um, it's an interesting paradigm where it's like the world is getting too hot because there's fires and they have to turn off the power, but you need the yeah. It's like this weird thing where you can't cool yourself down. Yeah, it's a bit dystopian. Um, Hey, we should talk about all the things. There's so many things. <laughs> There's so oh many dystopian well, things like, to yeah, talk about. Let's go. Great segue, Owen. Um, and they're bullshit this week. My God. That is, it is really dystopic, though. It's like... Um, so, Blizzard. so actually, the overarching topic is more something else, really, because we've seen China. the same shit in different companies now, right? Oh, Apple yes. Apple is participating. Yeah. Can you tell us what happened, Owen? Yeah, yeah so it's interesting because there are parallels. Um, so some stuff happened with Apple this week as well. And um, so what happened with Blizzard, which is, by the way, US company, is they basically like banned this player for going on like this live stream and saying like, there are serious protests in my country right now. Um, you know, support, you know, support Hong Kong, go out and protest. Like I'm paraphrasing, but something like this. And during the live stream, the hosts of the show employed by the company like duck below the desk so their face isn't on the camera. Um, and this guy knew what he was doing. Like, this is some serious shit. He's a popular streamer. And um, Blizzard immediately, like, basically said they won't pay him the winnings from the season. They banned him from playing the game professionally for a year. He's a professional esports player. I should have said that. And, um, yeah, he basically is completely blacklisted from doing this stuff and everyone's like but blizzard you are an american company why are you censoring somebody for supporting the like hong kong protests and well yeah hello it turns out that you know five percent of the company is owned by tencent giant chinese company and it's an interesting There's a lot of tensions there. And the context for all of this is that like, you know, in Hong Kong, there have been protests for something like a hundred plus days now of thousands, millions of people. And why are American companies capitulating to this? Like Apple was the other one. So Apple took down this thing that like helps you find where I think protests are around you or like where the, no, it's where the police are, I think. So you can avoid them. It's where the police yeah, it's are. It's like crowdsourced. Yeah. And Apple at first didn't put it up and then they did. And then they took it down because they said that the Hong Kong authorities said it is causing people to be like hurting the police. And everyone was like, what? It's for avoiding like the police. Like, so not just that Apple's statement didn't match the statement of the Chinese government. 
And that's the biggest problem here is like they're kind of caught sure. lying. They were like, oh, it's for safety. And because people were looking to see where the police weren't, where they could commit crimes. Yeah. And it's like, that's not what was happening. And the Chinese government specifically was like, we want Apple to take this app down so that we can <laughs> beat protesters yeah, yeah. pretty much. But like, you know, in the way that an authoritarian government would say that. And so, yeah, Apple was pretty much lying or like coming up with like a PR cleaned up way of communicating it so it's yeah, like it real is shit really shit and it's and i've thought about this a lot and it's like i this is not a well boiled take so i apologize in advance <laughs> well boiled well cooked take um it's a medium rare take uh okay i'm done no so i think the biggest problem with all of this is like they are businesses and they are doing business in china now if you're a business that likes money and likes continuing to operate in a country, you basically have to do this. And people have been like, oh yeah, well, Apple had to do this because they sell iPhones there. And that, no, the answer is no, they don't. They don't have to be in China. It's just that they chose to be there and they yeah, now exactly. have to capitulate to it. And you, you know what's truly ironic is Google was like horny to be in China for the last few years and they're still not. And it's really working out well for them right now. Like it's it's absurd because you can't argue. Do you feel like it's selling out then for Apple? I to think be in China? yes, I do. I, I, I do. think so. And you see this in a number of ways because they have to comp. Like if they have morals, they're compromising on them for the sake of money, right? Yeah. Like if they believe that like human rights is more important than anything else, then they should not be willing to capitulate. Like. If the, if the consequence is the Chinese government will throw them out or not give them access, then they should say, okay, well, let's see. Like, well, like let them do it then and see what happens. Yeah. But they can't. Well, they will say they can't because they, Tim Cook loves money. So it's like, whatever. It's empty words uh, at that point. So uh, it's, it's because these companies serve only the shareholders and they don't have a moral backbone when it comes to quarterly financials, right? Yeah. And without China, Apple would be in big trouble. And then, like, I'm sure we'll get a lot of feedback from this. Yeah. All the phones are made there as well. Yeah, their phones are made there. But you know what? Like, they could get it. Like, they have so much money. They have so, so much money. Um, I think they could get past it. However, like, the feedback I was going to say we'll get is like, yeah, but it's a business, blah, blah, blah. And it's true. It is a business. And they've made a choice to be in China. And now they have to walk that line. And you can see them not knowing how to do it. All of these companies like blizzards, like, Oh shit, yeah. dog. Like they don't. I, well, bl- the blizzard one yeah. doesn't make any sense to it's me. Lazy. Um, because it's different. Like, so Apple is like, the government is saying like, take this off the app store. You reviewed it. So you approved yeah. it. I guess it's similar with blizzard. Blizzard is like, take, yes, take a stream. It's a similar you know? problem, but you know what? It's I thought weird. about the Apple thing a lot, and I think it's a side effect of the app economy. If this was the internet, there's no middleman. They couldn't take it down, and it's kind of a like bummer that there's a centrally controlled authority. This is the big difference is now if China doesn't like something, they can go to Apple about it, whereas on the internet, they had to go to their host and like convince them to take it down, and then like they could make a new host. On the iPhone, it's either there or not, Right. And I think that's really the problem with like giving ourselves all these gatekeepers. Apple is the gatekeeper to the internet, basically, at this point. And that's problematic, I think. 
Um, especially if you're yeah, I also <laughs> I also don't really understand why they want to put themselves in that situation either, because it's a very tough situation to be in, and there's a lot of moral dramas or dilemmas that come with that. And I mean, there's no right way of doing that, I guess, in this age either. Yeah. So I mean. I, I don't really understand why they would want to be in that position. Well, they, they had to make a decision either way. That's the thing. And I think, um, I assume it's very similar to what would happen if, I don't know, Trump didn't want something. He would like, they probably trying to just calls Tim Cook. Like I'm sure there's some person that they deal with and like they call him and they're like, Hey, if you don't take this down, we're going to like fuck you. And like, they'll probably just put tariffs on his shit specifically, you know, cause there's this trade war. Um, and this yeah. is a choice that they've made to do business in this country. And you know what? I it's s- hard for me to talk about this because yes. I'm not really that updated on what's going on in Hong Kong oh, specifically. It's still, it's, yeah, it's really intense, I think. Um, I, I'll, send, I'll put a video in the show notes that kind of explains yeah. the situation. Yeah. But it's all about how uh, the imperialist nation of Great Britain um, owned yeah. Hong Kong. And then at some point they agreed with China to give it back to China after like a a 50 year time period or 30 Mm -hmm. year time period or something like that. And the in-between time is Hong Kong has its own government. And so this is China wants to accelerate that because they want Hong Kong to be. Um, Yeah. Well, so it's interesting. Hong Kong used to be like, I think it was like 60 or 70% of the Chinese economy. And now mm-hmm. it's like two percent, but when they started their like efforts to like take it back, it was because it was such an economic powerhouse and was driving the Chinese economy. And that's kind of like the Uyghur Muslims in mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. western part of China that are being put in concentration camps is because there's so many natural resources mm-hmm. that China wants, so they want to maintain power over the region. So yeah, it's like financially motivated. And power driven yeah. is sort of like why they're having a concentration camp and enforcing martial law almost in yeah, exactly. Hong Kong. Weird. Um, and it, it is very complicated. This isn't something that we'll be able to like break down uh, in one podcast episode. But I'll but I'll drop more I info the in the show notes if you want to like dive thing into to it. Know is like even aside from Hong Kong, this is the like if Hong Kong wasn't happening there would be something else. And I think that's the thing with doing business in China is it's what's becoming very clear is there's a moral trade-off in doing that. And these American companies don't know how to reconcile that. And it's like, how yeah. do you, I mean, I saw this tweet by Ben Thompson, the guy who writes Stratechery. Uh, he um, he said he wanted to do a Chinese version of Stratechery for years, but he he unequivocally <laughs> can't say that word rejected it because there's no way he ever wanted to compromise his own um, like morals to serve the Chinese market, and that's really interesting because that would mean yeah. he couldn't. Say and you see that things. in different markets. Yes, you see that in different markets as well. Because, for instance, um, if you're into cruelty-free makeup, you'll know that um, any brand that's being sold in China is not cruelty-free what? because the Chinese government um, wants every brand to test on animals. Wow! So, if a brand is being sold in China, you know that um, th- testing is done and it's not cruelty free but that's another example of this yeah yeah 
Um, so that's that's what's going on with those two things. There's a bunch of adjacent stuff around this, and it's just like, god damn. Well, it's kind of related to how I look at the Facebook thing um, that we talked about pre-show. But so Facebook has taken a stance that political ads uh, they don't get taken down mm-hmm. if there's misinformation in them. Oh my um, god! Specifically, Donald yeah, Trump's I political don't... ads. Um, this makes me so unreasonably mad. They do contain. Yeah, I think the simple thing here is Facebook should no longer Facebook run any should not run ads, yeah. Facebook. But, uh, but. <laughs> but yeah, I, I read a really brief and easy to understand yeah. situation here of like how stupid this is on yeah. Facebook's side. Okay, so the ads that Donald Trump's campaign are running on Facebook contain yes, fa- lies, fa- fake news, right? And one thing they could do is take them down. But they're mm-hmm. not because they make money. But the really stupid thing here is if you say we can't approve these ads, it's not like they're going to get less no, money from Donald video. Trump's campaign. They're going to they're going to spend the amount of money mm-hmm. no matter what, because they mm-hmm. know how effective it is. So, like, it's really stupid for Facebook to change their rules on this and to come down on a stance on this when if they didn't. They're still not going to, it's not like affecting oh, their bottom it's so, line. It's like, so much lazier than this. A lot of people it's think so that's worse. why they're like, doing this. They don't, it's so really like if you have an article on the news feed that's, dem- it's like if this video was posted in the news feed and it was demonstrably false and a fact checker reviewed it as such, it would have a big red thing on the bottom that says this contains misinformation. That doesn't apply or if like you're how giving Wikipedia money. Wikipedia does it. You give, if you give money to Facebook, they don't tell you that. So ads really? are not subject to the same rules because fucking of course they aren't. Yeah. It's Wow. Yeah, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's yeah, and so Facebook has two policies that don't apply to ads, and that's one of them is like misinformation is not allowed actually on Facebook anymore, technically. Um, but if it's an opinion and misinformation, what you'll get is like a the mis- like the thing that's like this contains misleading whatever's. Um, advertising is not subject to either of those rules for political purposes, which is absolute horseshit like cnn has a better moral backbone than them because they said so, they wouldn't take this ad so as an example there is this uh, ridiculous group on facebook mm-hmm. that um is a joke obviously and the thing that they fight for is that they say that birds aren't real <laughs> okay and they, and their whole spiel is that birds aren't real and they're actually spies for the government <laughs> Right, which is which is like a big meme, yeah. but it's also it's like a parody, not true, par- obviously like misleading parody. Exactly. No, I I actually read about this. It's like uh, adjacent to flat earthers and how like NASA is a government organization similar to the NSA, not a science We're organization. Indeed. So like the moon landing is fake, and all the photos wow. of Earth are fake, and. And birds are made by NASA to spy on. Yeah, yeah like so it's that thing. Oh, there God. is a serious, there is a serious root to this thing. Oh, I'm sure of it. Yeah, yeah, it's like a conspiracy community that's like not just. It's birds. not just birds. It's like there's more of it. I, it's not just birds. I for real, for hundred percent thought they were just they were just like let's take the most ridiculous thing and just play with this as if like you know. Oh wow! I mean that—that that is how a lot of these things start. Is someone on like 4chan thinks that it's something's funny, 
and then it becomes like people build like a right. mythos around it. Yeah. So oh, is that is that? Oh, people are fucking. But stupid, here's the thing: like rewinding on all of this is like if that ended up in the newsfeed, they'd probably have the fact check box on it, right? But if you pay Facebook yeah. enough money, they will don't not do it. And I'm like, oh, this company is just morally bankrupt, right? Like that's it's so messed up, and it's so like transparently messed up and they stick to it and it's like everybody is all they have to do like you should be able to throw money at them and have an ad fine like have a misleading ad but there should have to be the big big red box on it that says it's fake like hey by the way this is a misleading video like you can keep throwing money behind that if you want to but i think it would it it adjusts people's behavior and then you saw this um yeah the woman that was formerly in charge of election integrity at Facebook, after only two years, she quit. And she was tweeting yesterday that when she worked there, she joined and she said, can we programmatically detect misinformation in videos for advertising purposes? And they were like, yes, engineers came up with a bunch of stuff and management was just like silent when they suggested it. Like, no, no, because they make money on that. It's really sickening. This is depressing. Yes, sorry. This is depressing. Is, is there a, is there like any f- fun news that we can uh, talk really. about for a little bit? Um, I mean, there's the Pixel Four, but <laughs> have have you played Untitled Goose Game? Oh yet? my god, I've been playing. It's great. <laughs> I'm joking. It's great. But that's this is this is the reality, right? Like right now, we're going through a phase where it's like all the all the shits coming out of the closet from the last ten years, and it kind of sucks because it's overwhelming, like. Yeah, it's very overwhelming. Yeah. I do think um, that we need this process also to figure out how to deal with a yes. lot of this stuff as well. Uh-huh. Um, and that's, I mean, that's kind of what you've seen going on for the past, what is it, like five years, that there's just a lot of new moral yep. dilemmas and dramas. Uh, and we're just figuring out how to deal with those, just like with the cancel culture. Yeah, thing, exactly. You know? And how do we how do we actually deal with the people? The answer is quit Facebook. Um, but yeah that's yeah and most of these yeah but i mean also realistically we can't you know it's not gonna go away anytime soon so we should end there's also if everyone would quit facebook yeah, yeah and they won't, won't exist anymore no one would give them money yeah. anymore there will be someone else just like that, well, I hope that and they'll have the same moral dilemmas well, I hope that and if... we have to learn from this shit to do that better yeah, but facebook has to be um, burned to the ground like it i think even if it everything ends up course, being bullshit, but, but like incrementally i feel like that company is systematically built this way i have so an- many anecdotal like things from friends who worked at facebook that basically their whole job was to do what zuck said and like it didn't matter about user empathy or anything and that's really upsetting no. um and that's also not the reality of most like most tech companies i'm in my experience are like trying to do good by the users but facebook is like trying to do good by its users for what it thinks is good like not what yeah. it, like it's it's no it's not even about be, it be, that's the whole thing it's not about it being good or no. bad anymore it's about them making money yes exactly and that's where they don't care about if it's good or not yeah exactly so anyway delete facebook um <laughs> uh zach are you still alive yeah okay we need to yeah, talk about we, pixel 4 <laughs> oh i was gonna say we should talk about adobe really quick oh if you while if we're you on want like to. let's end on a high note with okay. google stuff okay 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 so yeah i got 10 minutes donald trump's administration passed an executive order 
that oh, says yes. that uh, to prohibit to prohibit U.S. based companies, entities, and individuals from conducting transactions and services mm-hmm. between them Zimbabwe. and the country of Venezuela. Mm-hmm. And so Adobe, because they've moved to a model of a web service yeah. with Creative Cloud subscription, canceled every Creative Cloud account mm-hmm. in Venezuela. Yep. It sucks. And I, I, obviously, that's not the only company mm-hmm. to do it. But products like Microsoft Office 365 are still available in Venezuela. Right now. So it's yeah. interesting. I, I don't know like the heart of it. Like, is it because Adobe's lawyers were a little quicker to the gun? Or is it because Microsoft maybe has a business entity in Venezuela? So, so I, they get around it that way. I would hazard a guess that it's both. So we saw this once before when... Um, Six months ago, the Trump administration put an embargo on Syria and a lot of companies came out the gate like really fast and cut off users. So Slack was one of them, actually. Slack cut off a lot of people in these like trade embargoed countries Um, and they like lost their accounts, basically, including people on like corporate teams based in those countries. Like it was really messed up. Um, and then you also saw it happen even, so it extended as far as like GitHub, you would lose right access. So you could still browse the website cause it's not unreasonable to be able to browse it, but you weren't allowed to sign in. You couldn't like do anything. And it, the Adobe one is reminiscent of that because, um, what you see is like, okay. So especially if you're accepting money from somebody, I think that's where you end up in that bucket. It's tricky. And like, I think Adobe was just fast and is terrified of being sued. Microsoft is probably like more playing the long game on this a little bit. And it's interesting because if you are found in violation of one of these embargoes, like it's pretty insane shit. And you know what? This comes back to the like China versus US thing now. It's like, you know, we, we, well, I, I personally was bagging on like China and all of these things. So like if you do business there, but this is a reality of also being based in the US. Like you must respect these embargoes and whatever. And so technically Adobe is beholden to cut them off and even not even refund their money, which is crazy, but it's That's like, crazy. they're not allowed to. So you, even under this embargo, it's very specific. You can't give them, you can't reconcile people who have paid you already for the loss because they're under an embargo. So it's a crime to accept money. It's like, uh, it's so um, fucked up. So do we think um, Adobe is malicious in this or are they just uh, law-abiding uh, I think they were law-abiding fast. And I think, like, I'm not going to, this is again, it's like coming back to that business thing. And the reality is if you were running, if I was running a company that had to do business with a country that was under trade embargo, I probably would do the same thing. However, I don't think they have to do it so extreme. Like, I don't think you need to, I don't know the, like, I'm not the lawyer in this, so I'm sure they have people who are paid to figure this out, but I'm pretty sure they don't have to like actually physically delete people's files and stuff. And I'm not sure, like it, the account could just be frozen. I don't really believe that this is the I, right response. But then we, we, the, we also know that Adobe is really bad at like structuring yeah. things. So well, I think they probably don't have an option. The larger issue of uh, it's, a subscription service so you don't have the software installed on your computer necessarily i mean it is installed but it's not like from a disc yeah or you know like a download yeah like csx it's like (laughs) 
and there's no freemium model here. So like literally what Microsoft could do, Microsoft has free versions of yep. Word and PowerPoint that are more limited functionality, but there isn't an equivalent for like InDesign. Yeah. There's no free version of InDesign. And so Adobe is like, well, there's either the paid version or none. And that's, I think, why this is so hard for, you know, designers and other people that depend on yes. that software for their livelihood. They're going to correct it. It's not like, yeah, it's not like I could go just roll back to the CD version yeah. and not have the online version. It's like, I don't have this anymore. So, you know, what's really and interesting so, is technically with physical software installed on their computer and a trade embargo, technically they have to revoke that too. Like it's in the terms and conditions. Oh, and I'm wow. like, I wonder if in the modern age, say say like online software didn't happen, I don't know, as an example. And But there was still the internet, but you installed stuff from CDs. I wonder if they would have to remotely disable it still. Because technically the EULA says that you can't be in a trade embargo country. So it's like, hmm. And I wonder if they would just like remote deactivate the licenses. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. this gets way too meta. And the, this maybe comes back to like you don't actually own any software anymore whereas you did before now you just rent it you're like renting access yeah and um it's a it's a it's the new reality i don't agree with it yeah but it is a really like i don't agree with it tension github did the same thing earlier this year to these people based in syria and stuff and i think it's really brutal and it's also the first time we've really seen tech companies have to deal with this and i think a lot of them are just like noping out really hard rather than better giving a measured response um, this would ruin my career if I would live in Venezuela. Well, you would just get really good at Illustrator cracking, but that too. I, th- I think that's what really will happen is those people are going to keep using the software, and Adobe knows it, but they've lost their business forever now. Yeah. So, um, speaking of GitHub, fuck them. Oh my god. Um, yeah, GitHub signed a two hundred thousand dollar deal with uh, ICE, yeah. the Immigration Customs Enforcement. Nazis in America and it's not like GitHub needs $200,000 like fuck off yeah I don't Um, understand that and like they wrote 2,000 words justifying it and it just made them sound worse it was terrible yeah I don't know what to say on it other than fuck them yeah Yeah. okay that I agree Um, I think people should retweet that thing by at GitHubers on Twitter that's like asking Nat Friedman to take it back um, but yeah, that one makes me really frustrated. <laughs> I don't really have much to say other than like the, the, like the tweet was like, it's costing people's lives, you know, like this is, this is crazy. Yeah. Yep. Um, wow. Isn't, uh, isn't software and uh, technology great? I guys? love computers. Nope. <laughs> fucking hell fuck all these like big here companies. we are being being like very enthusiastic about some new fucking foldable <laughs> dumbass thing <laughs> and then the thi- all, all the all the fucking software that we want to use and Hold your love shit using. oh trade embargo <laughs> it's insane isn't it yeah that's bad okay. and i don't think Should i can talk about i don't know if i can talk about shiny yes, gadgets now <laughs> Well, the high note is, as while we were chatting, Owen sent me a leaked Google Pixelbook Go article. Yeah. And it fucking comes in not pink, the same color oh, as my phone. Oh, snap. <laughs> I was match? like, 
so pre-show we were talking about buying it, uh, me ordering the the Microsoft Surface Pro X, mm. and now I'm like, oh, or a pink laptop. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> oh, it's funny. pink. No, no, no. It's a not pink laptop. Yeah, it's not pink, <laughs> but you know. Um, and then you, oh, and you had a rumor about the Pixel Go, you or the Pixel Four you wanted to talk about. Oh, I was what rumor? It's all leaked online. It's like I just wanted to say that it's next week, and actually we should do an episode about that. Um, I think the event is on Wednesday. Are they going to do an event? Yeah, it's on Wednesday the fifteenth yeah, in yeah. New York. Fifteenth. Yeah, and so yeah. it'll be interesting because it's like I'm curious what the format will be because everything has leaked really dramatically. That was kind of like mostly what I wanted to talk about. Is like we know basically everything about the pixel 4 at this point people literally i think it's so smart oh it's really it's funny i think it's smart um i I, i'm i'm so down with that shit like do you like i mean we're are we uh, it's a phone right in the end aren't we just like super done with just guessing and like secret shit like it's gonna be a rectangular phone people like well i think that's that's why Microsoft did the whole Duo Neo thing. They were like, yeah. you know what? Like, we'll co- well, we talked about this last time about controlling the narrative. Yeah, I, but uh, um, yeah, absolutely. It's a smart I, way to change I, it, the story. I don't know if it's that the that we're paying more attention to it, or that there's a lots more exciting stuff. But but from Computex and Efa all the way till the 28th of October mm-hmm. when Apple releases some Mac update. Um, it's there's been a lot of hardware. I mean, from everybody except devices. Well, but I mean, Apple had the iPhone announcement, and then they've got Macs coming on the twenty eighth. Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) And also, they updated the Apple Watch. Yeah, that's true. That's right. It has been a big, a big end of year. It's. But the thing is, of course, the Microsoft stuff looks more shiny because, first of all, they're doing weird shit. Second of all, we haven't seen it ever before. And third of all, they're releasing it for the first time. And it was kept and secret. And also, they're releasing it in a yeah. year. And I think, well, I think, I it think was really So fun. you can say it's kept secret, but it's not kept exactly. secret because it was kept secret if they released it and you could buy yeah, it tomorrow. Yeah, pre-leak. <laughs> I, I honestly, That's keeping something secret. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, the, the best-looking hardware came out at IFA and Computex mm-hmm. between HP and Linux. Novo, some of the like the HP Spectre X3 60 13 inch wow. is still not out yet, <laughs> but it is probably the most compelling new computer of the year. I can't believe somebody said really? HP made a good computer. Like I did not like hell hath frozen over. I did not expect that. No, it, they make good and like Asus with their like um uh the, the Pro Art thing. line and the Zen. The ZenBook Pro Art line, mm-hmm. uh, the two screen devices, and then they had the the one where the seat, the whole motherboard, and all the hardware was behind the display. Sick. And when you opened it, it opened up a vent, so it, none of the hot stuff was on your lap. Oh, that's dope. I'm yeah, here for it. I mean, like, yeah, th- they're trying like cool, interesting. So you're stuff, saying hardware is good, software is bad. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's definitely what, what the conclusion of this episode is. <laughs> yeah, well, and like uh, capitalism is bad. Yeah, okay. Uh, governments are bad. Mark Zuckerberg is bad. Fuck yeah. GitHub. I like that. This is a good CLD. But, but pink laptop. Hey, yo. <laughs> hey. I look forward to like ranting about this event next week. It'll be good to have it done. Like hardware season is weird. Like it's just a lot of like well, shiny what- things. 
like I said, we still have till the end of the month to get the last little Apple bump for the rest of the year. Yeah. For the, Maybe they'll uh, fix Christmas the keyboard. Season. Who knows? The rumor is uh, spring next year is the 16-inch MacBook Pro with a brand new scissor keyboard with... Uh, uh. Um, what do they call it? What's the like nerdy term for how far the key sync? Actuation. Click. Not that one. There's one know. that's thrown around. Travel. Key travel. travel. Key travel. Yeah. Apparently, it will have more key travel than the current one. Oh come and on! We'll have the pro- the scissors <sighs> maximum fix, and they're going to roll it out to all of their keyboards. You know what? So, I can't wait to I- see how they spin that bullshit. Like they're going to be like. Best keyboard ever, without even mentioning that they just like fucked everybody <laughs> for five years straight. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, like yeah, it's, totally. it's always infuriating how they get away with it. If you know what I mean, like, yeah. Um, I know exactly. I, th- I think I'm mean. gonna, I think I'm gonna buy the Microsoft Surface. Do it, do it, do Which it. Which Okay, so we ordered the, the Cobalt Blue for uh, our house. Friends, I have to go to my office. Laptop now. three, all black. That's it. Um, I know Owen. It's it's nice that you uh, you had time to dial course, in this week. Of course, I only have to leave um, early because I'm not biking today. So sad. You got to go to let's, the, uh, get cat food yeah, from a local. <laughs> from the grocery. Yeah, yeah I got to go to the local. Maybe? I don't know. Uh, um, thank you for listening. It was good to catch up. Yes. Let's uh, do this again yes, next week, and uh, let's hope that uh, that there is more stuff to be giddy about, and 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 uh, and not like just to be sad about the companies that we yeah. used to love and know. Um, yeah. Let's try and record on Wednesday, so we have some spicy takes. Okay. Okay. Sure. Chargepodcast.com. Okay. Okay. You should go there. Thank you for listening. Bye, Thank biscuits. You. Bye, biscuits. Bye. Bye. <laughs>